Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to Grant Writing Simplified, episode 26. Have you ever had a mentor in your life? Someone who has inspired you and encouraged you? and really given you solid advice for that point in your journey. I've been blessed to have several amazing mentors along the way, and now I'm so happy to be mentoring other grant writers. If you want in on the fun, book your own session at teresahuff.com slash mentor. This is an episode that's been brewing in the back of my mind for a while now, but it never seemed like quite the right timing. Then I interviewed next week's guest for the podcast, and things fell into place. Make sure you come back Tuesday for that interview, because it's a good one. If you listen to the podcast much, you've heard me mention several times about how a mentor was pivotal for me starting out in my grant writing career, and how instrumental she was in my journey. Over the years, I've had several other mentors who have also stepped into my life for a season. I've had some amazing mentors along the way, but I also learned a lot the hard way. And that is why I mentor other grant writers and nonprofit leaders now. I'm taking those experiences to help you. So instead of a huge gap you're trying to cross in one big leap, we can create stepping stones together to make it much more manageable and you can go so much faster. My best mentors haven't tried to make me a clone of themselves. Rather, they've inspired me to be a better version of myself. Sometimes mentors are more traditional, and they have the literal label of mentor. For example, when I was a young mom, I joined a local Mothers of Preschoolers, a mops group. One day, this lady bounced up to me with a huge smile, and she said, Hi, I'm Libby, and I'll be your mentor mom. And that's exactly what she became. I had been assigned to her small group, and we just clicked. She was the most energetic, encouraging person. We had moved farther away from our families, so she was exactly what I needed as a young mom at that stage of my life. I will always think of her as my mentor mom. On a professional level, I will be forever grateful to my original grant writing mentor, Lori Cable, for all that she taught me about grant writing but also how she set an example of thinking big. She has a way of inspiring others to see this huge vision of what could be. She's a brilliant grant writer and such a talented person. She's still a dear friend of mine, and I am so thankful for her part in my journey. Mentors might not always look like we expect, and they may be for just a segment of our lives, like business, or a passing acquaintance, say someone we encounter briefly at a conference, yet their words resonate with us years later because that was exactly what we needed to hear at that point in time. Sometimes mentors drop into our lives in unexpected ways when we weren't even looking for them. 
like next week's podcast guest. I invited him on as a nonprofit spotlight episode, but he brings some pithy advice to the table. Spoiler alert, we talk about mentors and he's got leadership tips, how to balance your work with your nonprofit life to avoid burnout, setting boundaries. It's some good stuff, so come back for that in episode 27 next Tuesday. Sometimes people can mentor us from afar. Ed Gandia is one of those for me. He hosts the High Income Business Writing Podcast. We've only messaged a handful of times, and honestly, he probably wouldn't even remember it. But his down-to-earth advice in communicating with clients, how to handle your work, and how to present yourself in a professional way has really helped me grow my confidence in my freelancing work and in understanding the value that I bring to the table. Other authors and podcasters have been very much the same way for me over the years. Sometimes mentors challenge us. Natalie Ekdahl, host of the Biz Chicks podcast, has been this way for me. I never would have dreamed that I would be hooked on business podcasts like I am now, but hers was one of the first that I discovered and couldn't get enough of it. She always has logical, tested business advice, but yet she also gives tough love when she knows it's in their best interests. My own coaching session that I had with Natalie brought up some really valuable things that I still refer back to in my business. She was encouraging, but yet she was also specific about certain things that I needed to start or stop doing to move my business forward. That's what a good mentor should do for us. She also made it clear that I didn't have to follow her advice. I wasn't locked into it by any means. But deep down, I knew that what she was saying was true, and it was in my best interests. She helped me really think through some areas where I was stuck and come up with new ways of looking at information that was so close to me I didn't even recognize it. For example, she started asking questions about the work I've done in the past with nonprofits and the things we've accomplished. She wanted me to really quantify it. I mean, I know the work I've done and I could pull the numbers, but she kept asking different questions. The way she wanted to frame it, she pushed me to think about it a different way. And as we talked through it, I realized, you know, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding. And then through that process, she said, that's a big deal. That's something you need to be talking about as you're sharing about your services. People need to know this. So it really did challenge me in ways I never would have thought of. Kind of the whole, you can't see the forest for the trees thing. And that's what she did for me was reflect a lot of things back to me. They were right there. I just never would have thought to connect the dots like that. Sometimes mentors encourage us and cheer us on, and they help us in ways that are a surprise. Esther Littlefield was this way for me. She hosts the Christian Women Business Podcast. I enrolled in her small group coaching program last summer, which, incidentally, the format is very similar to my Fast Track to Grant Writer coaching program. I really liked participating in hers so much that I formed mine in a similar way. With Esther's program, I signed up because it was about building your online presence and growing your audience, but there was this one little bonus thrown in on how to start a podcast. And when I signed up, I thought, I don't need that part. I'm not starting a podcast. I'm here for the social media and audience. But little did I know that by the end of the program, in a very short time frame, I would have a complete turnaround and decide I'm launching a podcast. So here we are listening together on the show, and I'm really enjoying it. 
her little bonus that I didn't need ended up being a game changer for me. I appreciate Esther's encouragement, and it was great finding that mentor that we shared a lot of the same values and faith and another kindred spirit. Sometimes mentors are exactly what we need at a certain point in our lives. Emily P. Freeman, author and host of the Next Right Thing podcast and book, is one of those for me. She says that her podcast is about making decisions that are making our lives. And as we so often face decision fatigue, as I talked about back in episode 24, the purpose of Emily's work is to help you discern your next right thing in love. That has really resonated with me over the last year with so many unknowns, so many decisions to make, so many strange things that we're faced with that we've never had to think about before. Emily helped from afar, and I discovered her book and podcast at just the right time. She also outlines the importance of having a no mentor. This is someone that knows you well and cares enough about you to tell you those hard things. They aren't afraid to point out things you're doing that might not be in your best interests. Someone willing to speak truth regardless of whether or not it's what you want to hear. Someone willing to tell you when you should say no to an opportunity. There's a difference between coaches and mentors. Coaching is more structured and following a specific format to reach a certain set of goals that the coach has predetermined. Mentoring is more about helping you where you are and inspiring you to become better or push yourself or guiding you towards a wise path. My VIP program, Fast Track to Grant Writer, that I offer is kind of a hybrid of both. And I know some experts might say, oh no, you need to pick one or the other. But I really feel like it needs to be both. And between you and me, I kind of like to shake up the rules sometimes. We look at the grant writing and the mechanics and the specifics of those skills that you must have to be a good grant writer, and I coach them to become better grant writers. But then we also have the mentoring side, where we really look at, okay, what kind of business or career are you trying to build here? Do you want to be a consultant, or would you rather work for a nonprofit as an employee? You need to weigh out the pros and cons and look at the bigger picture. And like I told my VIPs, it's messy. It's all interrelated. So we really need to consider all those facets when you're making some of these decisions. That's what we walk through together. Part of the reason I often refer to myself as a mentor is because it's not about making clones of me as the grant writer. I want to help you figure out your goals and where you want to go. And then I can give you the tools you need to get there much faster. That way we can have a bigger ripple effect. So while it is a combination of both, the coaching and the mentoring, it's also about you taking those tools and using them to create your own individual impact. Along the way, I've developed a few tips for finding mentors. I know you may be thinking, I really wish I had a mentor or I don't know where to find one. I don't know anybody that would be a good mentor. So here are a few things that have really helped me that I've learned along the way. Number one, Don't force it. Be watchful for the right mentor, but also be patient. You don't want to just latch onto someone for the sake of having a mentor. You want to make sure it's the right person for the season that you're in. Number two, let go of your expectations for what a mentor should look like. Their age, their position, the structure of meeting every week on the regular. Throw all that out the window and just see what comes along. It might not be traditional. It might be in the form of a book or a particular author that resonates with you. It might be a podcast. 
It might be certain articles that you read that just really address what you're struggling with right now. Look for someone a little bit or even a lot ahead of you in that area of life. It probably won't be all-encompassing for every facet of life. If you do find that unicorn, that's wonderful. But most likely, your mentor will be for just one or two segments of your life without a lot of overlap, and that's okay. Appreciate that and enjoy that. Number four, a mentor is not a synonym for cheerleader. They encourage you, but they're also willing to tell you the hard things that you may not want to hear. Be open to hearing those, knowing that they're speaking those in love and in your best interests. Number five, this one's probably the most important of all. Be discerning. There is so much noise out there, so make sure you're seeking wise counsel. Don't just pick up any mentor that's available. Make sure it's the right mentor for you and someone that you want to listen to that you know is going to give you good, solid advice. They say you become like the five people you're around the most. So when you surround yourself with the things that are feeding your mind with what you want to become, then you're more likely to achieve that. Filter everything for yourself, even what your mentor says, what I say, what other podcasters and authors say. Always filter it to make sure it's good, solid advice and use that discernment. I've wrestled with this episode a little bit because I can't do it justice to explain how much these people have helped me along the way, whether they knew it or not. But my hope is that it inspires you to look for wisdom and encouragement in unexpected places. I'd love to hear from you. Have you had a mentor in the past that's really been instrumental in your journey? I'd love to hear your stories and where you are with that. And speaking of mentoring, if you're a grant writer or a nonprofit leader needing a mentor, I just happen to be available. You can book a mentoring session at teresahuff.com mentor. And let's help you sort things out and figure out your next right steps. We'll get you moving forward faster. If you know a nonprofit leader or a fellow grant writer who could benefit from this podcast, would you please forward it to them? Just tell them to check it out. That helps spread the word and it helps more grant writers out there and nonprofit leaders who are looking for guidance. We are in this together. You've got this, my friend. 